I like this podcast. Great. Do you like our podcast, Matt? Great. Does it mean more, Matt, if the free content includes a double dose of For God's Sakes? <laughs> I guess. Do that for me, for God's sakes. What do I? All I do is give you guys free content, for God's sakes. <laughs> it's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. For God's sakes. <laughs> I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. There were two podcasts last week on the Bill Simmons Podcast. Only two. But supplemental content, <laughs> a ton, which is part of the reason we're late. Also, just busy. We don't make any actual money from this. We just do it for fun. There were four Book of Basketball 2.0 podcasts. Ugh. As we stated last week, we don't believe we are obliged to discuss those. We will discuss the ones we want to. <laughs> Welcome to our Azerbaijani friends. It's the number one sports podcast in Azerbaijan. It's the Bill Simmons <laughs> Podcast Podcast. Here we go. The first part of the week was the Cousin Sound Guessing the Lions podcast. One hour, 30 minutes, 57 seconds. That's right. Yes. It starts out with Bill calling the Bill Simmons podcast the BS podcast. Tonight's episode of the BS podcast. Get it right, Bill. <laughs> At 103, this swallow. 842-6328. At one minute, 47 seconds, he again calls it the BS podcast. On the BS podcast. Pearl Jam at 205. At 340, Bill once again is talking about his fucking Instagram rank and how he matches up and decides that he is, in fact, in the top 10 of white men over 40, not counting Arnold Schwarzenegger and not counting politicians. Because I was like, I have to be in the top 10. I have 305,000 followers. Who has more than that? Very arbitrary ranking. I don't know if Arnold Schwarzenegger counts. Is he not counting Arnold Schwarzenegger just because that knocks him out of the top 10? Yes. Or is it because he considers Arnold Schwarzenegger to be a, some a quasi-politician because he used to be a politician? No, he's like ur-celebrity, whereas Bill is just like regular person celebrity. <laughs> We're not even sure if he's human. Oh. Bill then goes on to talk about tweeting on Instagram. What's he going to do? Tweet, tweet about like movies he's directing? Kyle. Of all people, points out, you done got it wrong, Bill. He's going to tweet old pictures of him in the fonts. Are we talking Instagram or Twitter here? Instagram. Okay. What? I can't beat him. Also, why does Bill believe his Instagram is so much more interesting than Ron Howard's? Here's the more important question to me, Matt. Why is it that he wants us to believe that he forgot what posting on Instagram was called and or forgot that he was talking about Instagram and believed he was talking about Twitter. Oh, I said tweet? Yeah, see, this is what happens in the <laughs> senior bracket. You can't even remember if it's Instagram or Twitter. He yeah. was just using old white man vagueness yes. to mean tweet means post everything on social media. Yes. At 741, this swallow. I uh, I think it would be a mistake to over... At 749, this swallow. Uh, I do feel like... Only seven seconds in between swallows. Eight, sorry. <laughs> eight seconds. <laughs> Bill at 851 defends the Patriots. When they do the eight quarterbacks who all suck that the Patriot played thing. All the he means the Patriots played. Why is Bill so unwilling to admit that the Patriots have just played shitty opponents? His homerism seems much more intense and direct than it used yeah, to. He, and now he, maybe this is just because I become more critical of Bill as we've been doing the podcast or something like that. But it just seems like overwhelming these yeah. days. I mean, he's like, it's not their fault. Well, we're, not, we're not saying they shouldn't be eight and one. We're saying they're eight and one because they play shitty teams. The best way at 1121 to heap compliments on a playmaker like uh, Lamar is to talk about his versatility, his ability, and the fact that he is always 
this. <laughs> that he's moving away and doing stuff. At 1533, during an ad read for a new sponsor, which is that VPN company, Bill talks about the need to keep something, something <laughs> online. Users relied on to keep them private online. Keep them private. How yes. about remain anonymous? <laughs> yes. All I know is whenever I am online, I think to myself, man, I wish I was private. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the opposite is you don't want to be public by our VPN. At 1555, a swallow. Security. Norton's. At 1637, robot man in the background. Not counting the London game? Mm-hmm. Harry said it was... <laughs> <laughs> he punks his head on the doorframe walking in. Uh, At 1835, Bill Old. Nah. I don't want to offend the woke generation. And then shortly thereafter, Freddy Soup Kitchens, which is a great nickname. Yeah, Give I like credit. it. It's then abbreviated by mandate of BS to just Freddy Soup, <laughs> which I still kind of like. The problem I have with the nickname, Matt, is that Bill, at his worst when discussing food, goes on to discuss <laughs> soup, which is, sadly for the listener, a food. It's one of the worst tasting soups you'll ever taste. <laughs> I just wish he had a, a food review column. The worst tasting soup you'll ever taste. <laughs> Is Freddy Kitchens. <laughs> yeah. At 23 minutes, this swallow. Right. Baker's. At 24.55, Bill, a purported fan of pop culture, discusses what it would be like if Matt Patricia were to coach the Cleveland Browns. And he comes up with this bad analogy. Matt Patricia, his destiny is to coach the Browns. It would be like the per the... The beams crossed in Ghostbusters. <laughs> when the beams crossed in Ghostbusters... Don't cross the streams. There was the potential that all matter or whatever would spontaneously explode. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Right. But it didn't. It and didn't, in fact, it was right. good. They were able to zap the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yep. So if Matt Patricia coached the Browns, he's saying... It could be terrible, but also might be a wild success because <laughs> that's not what the context indicates. 2737, here's some sage analysis from Bill on what went wrong. A lot of it was because of just what happened in the last five minutes of, yeah. of the whatever. The last five minutes of whatever. <laughs> now, if that was a book about like young adults that I got to read in 1997, I'd be like, <laughs> all right, kind of an interesting title. The last five minutes of whatever. When it is meant to be analysis of a game, yes, it just feels like he, he got about 25% of the way in, realized, I'm never going to finish this. What's my parachute? Chris, he used up all his mental acumen on the Ghostbusters reference. <laughs> yes, right. up. <laughs> Total protonic reversal. Right, that's bad. At 42.27, Bill laughs. <laughs> and at 42.27, Bill laughs, slowed down, so it's good and spooky. <laughs> At 43.32, Bill has some strong feelings on trading Mitch Trubisky. He definitely thinks one side of that trade would be the winner and one side would be the loser. Listen to him explain it and see if you can guess what he means. If, yeah. if Mitch Trubisky is being traded, you want to be the one doing the trading, mm -hmm. not the trading of. <laughs> doing the trading versus the trading of? God damn it. You know, when he first said it, I thought, okay, you want to be the one doing the trading. And that presumes in context that he meant doing the trading Away. of, of Mr. Trubisky. Right. But then getting, he said you don't want to be the person doing the trading of, yes. which would be the person trading Away, Away Mr. Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah. Where are you, Kyle? <laughs> Kyle, save us. Save your uncle. It turns out sports, you can get clued into this because it ends in an S, is a plural for the word sport, which means it needs to have a plural version of a verb. Is is the singular <laughs> version of the verb to be. 
sports is, is subject verb disagreement. I was thinking about how dumb sports is sometimes. At 49.09, this swallow. They're just, they're so flustered. At 53.25, Bill's speech pathologist winces. He couldn't win routes. Any chance he said he couldn't win routes? <laughs> he couldn't won Yeah, routes. he couldn't won routes. <laughs> At 56.19, Bill bragging about his boxing scoring improvements manages to swallow a bunch of times. Definitive. Shade that, or if it's around, you couldn't tell who won. Shade it that way. I like it. Use it like blue. At 59.46, this Joe Bluth nominee. She usually does. It's just, you know. At 104.37, Homer Bill's flip side is Steeler-hating Bill. Yes. I don't understand the vitriol for the Steelers. Is it just because he presumes they, like Nick Saban, like Peyton Manning was are somehow pretenders to the Boston crowns? Well, if you're going to talk shit, what I would suggest is that you use actual words. <laughs> Bill goes the other direction. <laughs> he zags. <laughs> At 104.37. <laughs> that was like an old man who didn't know words. Yeah, couldn't have put it better <laughs> myself, Bill. Anything else to add about the Steelers? <laughs> yeah, four and four. It's, that pick's going to be the 16th pick. At 114. Another Joe Bluth nominee. I, there's no way to make sense of the London games. At 114.22, Bill is not sure how he can pump up his fantasy team to make sure that they perform better. At least that's what I believe he means from what appears to be, to quote, a randomly assembled group of words. I can't tell my team of, of randomly assembled guys who don't know each other. Um <laughs> When sometimes they just don't show up. Matt, do you know what the moral of a story is? It's like uh, the lesson it's trying to teach. Yes, exactly. See if you can pick up what the moral of the story is from Sal's parent corner and then Bill's reaction at 118.06. Don't talk to your kids. I think that's the moral of the story. The moral of the story is the blood feud in your house between your two sons. That's, that's not, not what the moral, moral of the story is. <laughs> Sal got it right. The moral of the story is something like, don't be greedy or yeah. don't look a gift horse in the mouth. It is not... Blood feud exists. <laughs> How old is it when you think your children should begin watching movies like The Shining? The MPAA recommends 17. Maybe at 15 if well, it was how about, rated R. How about 12? Too young? Probably too young. Eight. Too young. Six? We shouldn't even have this conversation. This should be obvious to all humans on the planet. All of it lower, <laughs> says Bill at 119.20. He was watching it when he was like five. I'm not, okay, a, good. not a great father. Well, the best part, Chris, about this story which uh, rounds into form around 120, is that Bill, on this particular day that he's describing, took all his terrible parenting habits and applied them to all his son's friends. Bill told us, quote, so then Friday is his birthday because he was born on November 1st. Is that how birthdays work? That's how birthdays work. Also, that's how calendars work. (laughs) There was a much better way to describe this. But then, of course, Bill tells us that he has rented an outdoor inflatable movie screen yes which he can play movies on for his son's birthday and he plays for his son's 12th birthday and all his presumably 12 maybe the occasional 13 probably some of whom are still 11 year old friends good boys yes which is a kind of foul r-rated like swear ridden yeah. adult situation ridden yes Seth comedy movie yeah right this is fucking crazy <laughs> also he has it playing so loud that you can hear it in the street so the parents are pulling up and hearing this foul movie being played. How many of these parents know this is happening? Yep. Are there a lot of parents who in, in Southern California who are just like, eh, whatever. What are the neighbors saying? So he's a bad father and a bad neighbor. At 127.43, this swallow. Day. Sweet. At 130.24, 
this swallow. Um, I think we'll be right back. Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. The second and last Bill Simmons podcast of the week was the Giannis for MVP, which featured Joe House and Mallory Rubin. 22 seconds in, Bill botches an ad read. Go with one. With coverage and agents, you can count on. Go with the one. At 52 seconds in, Bill says... We're also brought to you by the Book of Basketball 2.0. You can say a podcast is brought to you by a sponsor because the sponsor funds it. Or you can say it's brought to you by the company that provides it, The Ringer, right. or The Ringer Podcast Network. But it is not being brought yeah, to you this by... this is so dumb. I feel like he's trying to get away with something. Just promote the show, but yeah. don't say it's bringing you. It is not sponsoring the fucking Bill Simmons podcast. Azerbaijan, <laughs> if you have a book of basketball 2.0 podcast, you can sponsor the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. At 147, after Bill goes on his rant about free podcasts in his podcast ranking that Always you heard at good. the beginning Always good show. to complain to your listeners about your listeners. <laughs> He then goes on to Azerbaijan, we love you. (laughs) He then goes on to instruct cousin Kyle to have the robots do his bidding. Go do some bots. Subscribe on Work with the Chinese. Do some bots. Rate my pod. I'm on it. Do you do some bots? (laughs) What is this fucking Blade Runner? At 226 Pearl Jam. At 304, guess what the most two popular sports are, Matt? The NFL and the NBA are the most two popular sports in America. He means the two most popular. They're the most two. Yes. So to the extent that there are any other that are also two, there are a less amount of two. At 6.59, the highlight of the week, it has to do with pornography. Because of all of the load factor stuff and Peter, none all the rest. Peter North load management. <laughs> yes. Oh, can we can we trademark that? Let's I officially actually look, call it. Have you been calling it that? I actually looked to see if... Uh, if there had ever been a porn movie named Load Management, there was not. That but then unlikely. as I was looking up, I was afraid I was going to get a virus. Can you imagine Bill at home and his wife's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, it's research for work. <laughs> I wonder if he did get a virus while searching for the porn load management, would it be considered a sexually transmitted disease? Oh, okay. <laughs> at 8.05, the ground that he covers? Nay. The ground that he carries. What he does is he gets a shovel. Yes. And then that's he where I was picks thinking. up all the ground. Of the best NBA <laughs> landscapers, Giannis is among them. It's like he's reading a, a dirty romance novel. And he's going, I don't know, seven yards a stride or however. Seven yards a stride. Or however. It's a qualified <laughs> seven yards a stride. The best way to get in NBA shape is to have a rested summer, and if you can, swallow in the middle of the description at 12.48. I'm sure he looks fine now. He's had rested summer. Oh, smack. <laughs> at 25.30, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. At 31.13, Bill is easily impressed. He's Weird got things. like the thickest beard I think anybody's had. It's really, uh, it's disarming. Anybody. <laughs> Come the on. thickest beard anybody's had. He could say he has the thickest beard in the NBA now, but he would probably still be wrong. I mean, James Harden is still in the NBA. Yeah. I don't know why he thinks it's the thickest beard ever. How about Grizzly Adams 
or one of those old dudes like uh, John <laughs> Brown, the fucking abolitionist. Matt, you have a beard. I do. Your beard is like about as good as Ricky Rubio's. Oh, it's better. Well, oh, no, it's better. mediocre. At thirty-two, thirty-one, Simmons gets top billing. House gets no billing. The aggregators can now say <laughs> Simmons and friend joke about eating Ricky Rubio on BS Podcast. <laughs> Stop and think about this for a minute. Bill... <laughs> <laughs> Bill thinks he is so important. <laughs> he he seems to have no concept. I mean, people, especially people who watch The Ringer and like The Ringer, know who Joe House is. Yes. <laughs> Bill Simmons and friend. He then goes on to try to save it by saying House. House says. I have to shave him first. House says he would be first choice. <laughs> because the aggregators will just use last name of friend. The Mallory part of the second podcast of the week didn't have a whole lot except for these swallows. 55. 55 points. I will say at 5648, if you want to promote square, first of all, always include the fact that it has to do with haircuts because that seems to be the go-to pitch move. 5648. Their payments are the best. Square's payments are the best relative to what? <laughs> in terms of their the amount or the way in which they are made, like you get them quicker? How are they the best payments? Is Square just the device? Oh, Matt, it's that and so much more. <laughs> Let me put it this way, It's Chris. a multi-purpose tool for your small business. What I'm really asking is, are they actually the facilitator of the transaction? Well, they give you a device that you plug into your phone, <laughs> and then you swipe it, and then I guess money happens. Okay. At one twenty seventeen, Bill Simmons tells his producer to do something. Mark that clip. The producer responds in the affirmative. Got it. We don't believe it. <laughs> oh, you could tell based on the inflection yes. that he was being sarcastic. Got it. Yeah, okay, Bill. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'll, I'll get right to that, sir. We'll be right back after this. Chris, on Sunday, I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mmm, how was it? It was delicious. Here are some of the things. Bill Simmons, Sal, especially House, and anyone else found delicious in the last week. Mm. Uh, the, mm. And mm. these are... Mmm, wow. Mmm. 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 Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. Which mm. I think. Mm. 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 Very, very close eye on this week. Mm. 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 Voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting, mail in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. You know, Matt, not only were we the number one sports podcast in Azerbaijan, we were the number 119th podcast in Azerbaijan. So to that one Azerbaijani person, <laughs> our gratitude when I checked the, the <laughs> metrics yeah. of the uh, countries with the highest percentage of listening, Azerbaijan was not listed. <laughs> I want to know what the other 118 <laughs> Azerbaijani podcasts are. It's probably <laughs> from the ringer. <laughs> now, special coverage of the Book of Basketball 2.0, a podcast that's named after a book which may or may not be a sequel to a book, even though it's not written down. <laughs> We're not going to talk about the Steve Innovative. Kerwin. Innovative. Right. <laughs> they are reinventing the book form into talking. 
So like I was trying to say before, Matt interrupted. <laughs> We're not going to talk about the Steve Kerr one because it was just pretty interesting and I didn't pay that much attention uh, to Bill's foibles and fuck-ups. We're also not going to pay that much attention to the rewatched basketball game because it's a rerun. <laughs> it was actually part of the Rewatchables podcast like six or eight months ago and he just chucked it into the book of basketball. What a bunch of horse shit. This whole thing is already a retread. Yes. He's retreading a retread. In fact, in the prologue to the book of basketball, Bill deserves some credit. It was 28 minutes and 41 seconds long. It's clear that Bill has written what he's reading. It's also clear that he is reading to us because his inflection and pronunciation are different. Chris, have you listened to any of the binge mode? Yeah, yeah. They're clearly reading through a lot of that. Yeah. They, they write it down, especially like the, here's the summary of the movie or whatever we're talking about, or the book. It sounds like that. Which is okay, but it feels a little bit like, well, then write the book. Yeah. You're bitching about <laughs> you don't want to write the book, so then you just read us what you wrote, but you wrote it already. The other problem I have is in the prologue episode, he's basically rehashing the introduction to the actual book, where he talks about his conversation with with Isaiah, which is in the book, the original book. It's like he just decided to rewrite that chapter and then read it to us, because it's the same shit <laughs> that the secret to basketball is that it's not about basketball. It is, in fact, about basketball. <laughs> it is about how you win at basketball. Yes. It is not necessarily about how you shoot or plays or play defense or something like that. But it is how you build a basketball team and the types of players you want on your basketball team. So it is therefore, specifically speaking, about basketball. He also botches 10 seconds in the introduction to the prologue to the Book of Basketball 2.0. You know what I never expected? Working on a sequel to my 704-page Book of Basketball 10 years later. You know what else I never expected? Bill is shilling for State Farm, and State Farm's ad campaign is about the unexpected. Bill then tries to shoehorn that into his concept of the Hall of Fame pyramid and says, But many times, we never expect who made it. Is it something that's not expected <laughs> most of the time or many times? Or is it never expected? How do you qualify something and then say it's absolute? Also, Matt, did you have a thought about the... Uh, we give Bill a lot of shit because it's our... I was going to say job, but that implies... Our metier. <laughs> yeah. We give Bill a lot of shit for screwing things up during these podcasts. To the extent Bill gets any grace, which he really should not, because as we always say, this is always easy to re-record. at least most of the podcasts he does are free-flowing conversations where you could see how he could stumble or get confused. Or and then do... if he often will correct himself, and if right. he does, we give him credit and we don't point it out. But this podcast is scripted. Yes. This is like Serial or something like that, where it's like they've written it ahead of time. They know what they're going to say. You can't fuck it up because... If you fuck it up, you should redo it because it's supposed to sound like a book. But also, you wrote it down. Yeah. Just read it. At 3.30, a swallow. Conversation. I was getting comfortable. How can you swallow? I, I just don't understand. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's so much more offensive to me that he is swallowing during this than during the regular podcast. Yes. It's just a uh, stick in the eye. <sighs> At 8.34, Isaiah still impressed with Bill. I could tell he was impressed. At 9.39, I don't think Bill understands how you play Jenga, Matt. Constructed carefully over the past four seasons, almost like a stack of Jenga blocks. Matt, when you play Jenga, you are not, in fact, constructing anything. You're deconstructing. Right. So you're not carefully trying to balance all the blocks one on top of each other. That's how you put the game away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know about the book of basketball, you need to know the concept of the secret, which, as we've just said, we dispute that it is, in fact, about basketball. Bill then goes on to argue some of the ways the secret functions. And he gives us this list. They won because they liked each other. They knew their roles. They ignored statistics. They valued winning over everything else. They won because their best players sacrificed to make everyone else happy. 
They won as long as everyone remained on the same page. This list is all about basketball things. The secret to basketball is about how you play basketball. And it might have to do with the character of the personalities on the team or the players on the team, but it's how they interact as basketball players. If he said something like, everybody has to drink tied before a game. Okay, fine. That's not about basketball. <laughs> what is the difference, Matt, at 14-16 between someone's prime and someone's extended prime? Tim Duncan's teams won 70% of their games for his entire prime and extended prime. If a prime is extended, doesn't just that more mean prime. It's, right, yes. <laughs> at 1734, Bill Russell created the disease of more before Pat Riley. Man, it sounds like he created the disease of more before Pat Riley did. Pat Riley's the person who named it. Yeah. He did not create it. It was not like Pat was like, uh, hey, everybody, would you be more selfish uh, and ask for more money and more touches and more points uh, and more playing time? Because uh, I've come up with this new concept, the disease of more. <laughs> and then he's like, wait, Bill Russell already came up with that? <laughs> At 2354, Bill says this about the modern version of The Secret. The secret is always rented, never bought. It's a subtle, crucial difference. Matt, The Secret has always been rented because you're always paying the players. Yes. And if you don't pay the right players, you don't have The Secret. Correct. So even in his example where they, uh, the Pistons shipped Adrian Dantley away and brought in Mark Aguirre, it was still a transaction where they, in fact, rented, rented. Mark Aguirre's <laughs> basketball playing prowess to win those championships. I also listened to the Steph Curry basketball pyramid, which featured Ryan Rosillo and Bill Simmons. A better man than I, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Mercifully, one hour, 18 minutes and 13 seconds. Matt, this uh, podcast purports to include the uh, thoughts of Ryan Rosillo. Here is everything he says between the start of the podcast and eight minutes and 43 seconds. No, he was a really hard guy to evaluate because basically the school spent his last year letting him try out a point guard to become a better NBA prospect. Yeah. It was really weird. The Spurs, probably the 82-83 Sixers. Well, they won, though. Oh, all right. Then it's the 93 Suns. Yes, yeah, right. his. would be great. Thank you, Ryan, for being a uh, participant in the <laughs> podcast. Matt, do you know what de facto means? Yes, you but I'm not sure what the like dictionary definition is. Well, the Merriam-Webster's <laughs> dictionary defines de facto as being such in effect, though not formally recognized. Listen to what Bill says at 1217. Can make it like a de facto sequel. Matt, it's not a de facto sequel. It's just a sequel. It's explicitly a sequel. <laughs> at 2713, Steph Curry's shot is like a lever, but not any kind of lever, Matt, the normal kind. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. It's almost like watching a lever. In, it's a lot of like in a I've, car factory or something. Those levers that just add seatbelts to a thing. Oh, those <laughs> levers! The seatbelt to a thing. Car factory levers, Matt. I'm sure that's what you had I, mentally pictured. I don't know that. Whenever I've been told about a lever, that I've ever thought of anything else. <laughs> car factory seatbelt thing levers. This episode brought to you by car factory seatbelt thing levers <laughs> in Azerbaijan. <laughs> At twenty nine oh four, this swallow. Then more, more than. You know, because he's not, he's not going to be able to be a superstar for, I think, more than more than three to four more years. I don't know why there were two more thans there. <laughs> At 3904, Bill cannot resist wedging Tom Brady into a discussion about Steph Curry. Brady and football a lot, too, where no matter how much he did, people are like, eh. At 4336, you know who else he wants to talk about from Boston? Larry Bird. What's happened to Larry Bird? At 4538. A swallow, and then famous Bill admits he went to a game. Best. Game 7, 2014, Warriors Clippers, which I went to. At 4609, a swallow. Play. He's hacking them. He's At 4620, 
Can you be more specific? And Draymond was just starting to feel like Draymond, you know, in that playoff thing. Matt, to your point about how if you botch something, you can re-record it. Yes. Not only is he being paid for the ZipRecruiter ad, this is also the book of basketball, which is supposed to be a timeless document. So it's a double bad botch when he says year and then years. Of course. I've been talking about ZipRecruiter for year. years. At 53.17, to put a bow on it, he botches this ad. <laughs> Pod that unearths never before heard truths. At 58.06, why use words when <laughs> guttural utterances will do? Texter, what the word, Joe I mean, it was turning into therapy sessions with people that were calling. And I'd be like, look, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't. And then snort yes. when you're laughing at your own joke. At 105.16, Matt, do you know what a whisper is? It's when you talk quietly. Yes. Speech without vibration of the vocal cords. Do you hear anything about facial hair in there? Never. He talked about how he couldn't grow a beard. And he had, like, the whispers. It makes it sound like he had some disease that makes you incapable of growing a beard called the whispers. Oh, you're you're going to catch the whispers from Steph. <laughs> and also uh, possibly a walking dead villain. Oh, I like that yeah. one. At 111.20. Steph doesn't end up going straight. Matt, do you think that golden was crooked? <laughs> straight as an arrow. This is the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. I get my hair cut by uh, a barber who works in a barber shop. Yeah, bragging. I assume you also get your hair cut from a, a place where they cut hair. Yes. I think... One would say it is a hair cuttery. <laughs> hair cuttery. Mm -hmm. If you're listening, if you would like to sponsor this podcast, we are open to that. The Azerbaijan hair cuttery. <laughs> if you want to be heard on the number one sports <laughs> podcast in your country, bspodpod at gmail.com. I think that Kyle... And possibly Bill get their haircut like just by a guy or yeah. a lady yeah. who takes cash or now Kyle's, as we learned Fernando, this week, uh -huh. Fernando takes credit card payments via Square. Square. Wait, that's your that's the limit of your investigation? Yeah, that was no it. Shit. <laughs> I, didn't everybody know that? Thanks for the insight, Matt. Yeah, sorry. I mean that was all I had. <laughs>